the hell is going on around here? It's absolutely inexcusable. Except it's absolutely true. And yet it's All absolutely it. correct. I think it's absolutely thrilling. Absolutely Dystopian Podcast. What's up, everybody? Bright and early today, Thursday, uh, the 22nd of December. How are you guys doing? Good, hopefully. Christmas is right around the corner. Christmas Eve coming up. Pretty cool. Hope you guys get some time off from work. Enjoy your family and enjoy your holidays. Uh, Today... What do I got going? Uh, The usual crap. I'm at the half-dead machine shop, which is teetering on the edge of solvency. (laughs) I was uh, homesick Monday. Well, I came into work, and I was here for about an hour and 45 minutes. And uh, stomach issues, long story, had to go home felt like shit it happens every once in a while got home violently ill all day in bed but by the next morning I was good to go so that time that I missed I gotta make up because I have no vacation time so I'm here instead of uh, six hours today I'll be here eight and a half and then I gotta come in tomorrow for another five hours uh, and I don't normally work on Saturdays at all anymore, but yeah, all for straight time, which is super cool. But the commute will be light, so I'm good with that. I guess uh, that's a trade-off I, I make. Uh, but I'll have an easy day. My machine takes 40 seconds per cycle, and I'll be running it for eight and a half hours. So thank God I got some decent earbuds and I can I'm just gonna stream podcasts all fucking day long that's all I do anymore is just run a mundane machine and 
uh, listen to podcasts and radio and newscasts and all kinds of shit all day long. I, it's kind of nice actually, you know, I, uh, people leave me alone. I don't have any supervisor and I can just listen to whatever I want. And, uh, it's pretty cool. I don't know. It's, uh, it's what I do. Uh, stopped, got breakfast, stopped at Burger King, got my $6 breakfast of champions. I <laughs> got, what did you get on the app? Fucking two bacon, egg and cheese, biscuit sandwiches, hash browns, and a medium coffee for six bucks even. That's like a, I don't get that all the time, but this morning I woke up fucking famished. Like my stomach was growling, like as I was sleeping. And last night, well, yesterday, my wife decided to get DoorDash. We have a new Rally's restaurant here in Sacramento. It's the first one that's somewhat close to us. There's another one that's real far away, but this one we can DoorDash from. So my wife said, hey, I want to get you a surprise. And she knows I, I like Rally's back from my Michigan fucking struggle days. And so I got to have rallies last night for the first time in, I don't know, shit, probably five years. Because I think I had it last time I was back in Michigan a couple years ago. No, not last time I didn't. Yeah, it's been like five, six years or more. So, and it was actually good, as good as I remember. So that was kind of cool. But it wasn't a lot. And I woke up fucking famished today. So hit the drive through last night. Got a killer deal on at Safeway. They got ham on sale, like big fucking hams. You know, I'm always looking for killer fucking deals on everything, especially groceries, shit you have to buy. Things you have to spend money on. And I'm all about fucking killer deals. And Safeway had ham for like, was it 99 cents a pound? 89 cents a pound, something like that. And I do like a store pickup thing. You put together 30 bucks worth of shit, and then you do like a store pickup, and you stop. I swing by on my way out of here, and they put it in the trunk and drive off. Well, they were all out of the 9-pound hams, 9- to 12-pound hams, so they gave me the next bigger size for the same price. So I got a 16-pound ham for like eight seventy nine. And normal price on the ham was 39 bucks, So that was a fucking killer deal. And my wife gets tons of fruit. She goes through fruit every morning. Bananas, blackberries, raspberries, all kinds of melon, watermelon, all kinds of fruit. So I stock up on fruit and I got, they had all that on sale. So I got about... I think 75 bucks worth of groceries for $32. So yeah, I saved a shit ton of money. It took a half an hour for them to bring it out because there was tons of people there. But for the money I saved, I guess that's, that's uh, the trade-off. So I'll take that. Uh, foggy out this morning. Foggy last night on the way home from work and I almost involved in another crash. Uh, last night out on I-5, a two-lane highway known for backing up during rush hour commute home. It was like 5 o'clock. 
and traffic is everybody's going in the fast lane and everybody's tailgating and I'm in the slow lane doing fucking 70 I don't know 70-ish and the people are in the fast lane doing 80 85-ish and they're all fucking riding each other's asshole and everybody's driving a semi or a, a pickup truck or an SUV or a minivan and I call those rolling billboards because you can't see around it and you, they, everybody's windows tinted. You can't see through it. You can't see around it. But these people still tailgate those fucking vehicles because must get home fast. And a common tactic that people do in the fast lane when they plan to like leave an adequate following space is when they see, see the brake lights, I'm in the slow lane and I can see the brake lights coming. And the people next to me don't know it's coming and a couple cars, you, you see everybody's slow ass reaction time when the brake lights start to light up, the people that are on their phones or the people that are fucking around or whatever, not paying attention. And sure enough, every time the guy next to me, the brake lights came on, I, I slowed way down, I was back a ways, I left a space, Dude didn't leave enough space, locked up his brakes, swerved over into my lane. Didn't even look to see if there was a car there. Thank God I wasn't there. And he, that, he was driving an SUV, and of course he was being tailgated. So the guy behind him, when he ducks out of the traffic and there's nothing but stopped cars, the dude behind him who's tailgating gets no time to go from 70 to 0 or to 10. And they're locking up their brakes. And of course there's people tailgating them. Everybody's locking up brakes, swerving off the fucking road, tires squealing. And it's the same fucking thing. People don't think that, or maybe they're just not aware of or conscious of the fact that some cars that don't have window tint, you can see through, you can see the brake lights, you can see around it like a small, like a small car, like my car, I never tint my windows except for what's factory or whatever. So people can see through it. So when there's brake lights ahead of me, if I don't brake early or whatever, and a lot of times people out here when traffic just comes to an abrupt stop, they'll hit the hazards and just roll the hazards for like 15 seconds to let people behind them know, chill the fuck out, traffic is stopping. And that will usually help slow traffic down easier so there's not so many pile-ups or people getting rear-ended or whatever. But yeah, it's a common thing. People just duck out of traffic at the last minute. They switch lanes and the, that just totally fucks the guy behind them. And then it's a real fucking situation. And you don't want to be stuck next to that in a two-lane highway. You don't want to be part of the fucking shrapnel when shit goes sideways. And I, I see it almost daily. There's pileups and people tailgating and tires squealing and people swerve into the gravel. There's a wide shoulder on the inside. People will swerve down into the gravel and just fucking... Everybody's got to save like 30 seconds getting home by endangering their life and lives of others. It's just typical California non-driving tactics. But... uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else? We got... Tomorrow. Tomorrow, 
Well, today I got to stop at Home Depot on the way home. I got to get some gutter guards. Real exciting, huh? Those snap-in things that keep the leaves out of your gutters because I got my neighbor's leaves are fucking up my the gutters I had put on last year. And they're getting all clogged and backed up. So I'm going to go get some of those snap-in gutter guards. And then I got to get a bucket, a five-gallon bucket. They sell like a food-safe bucket for like six bucks. And I'm going to brine a turkey this year. I've never brined a turkey before. I hear it's real good. I hear it really helps the the uh, keep things like moist and, and taste. they taste better. And So I'm going to go get a bucket after I get out of work today and go home and pull the turkey out of the fridge that I've had defrosting and get that brining because I think I'm going to cook that Sunday and we got all kinds of other shit like we normally do just a stupid amount of fucking desserts and we got shit left over from Thanksgiving all kinds of frozen appetizers and all kinds of shit man fucking pies and we were going to cook it on on Monday, which is Christmas. I told my wife, I said, hey, man, let's make this on Sunday and just eat leftovers on Monday. Because if I end up getting sick or whatever, sometimes if I either eat too much or whatever happens. And if it's raining outside and I don't have anything to physical to do, I just lay around and. Sometimes the food doesn't work out right, and I if I'll get sick or whatever. But so I'll probably anyways cook all that stuff su- uh, Sunday. And yeah, we're not having any company over. We're not going anywhere. And even though gas is cheap now, it finally got under four dollars. It's three ninety nine, which is miraculous. But it's still about a buck seventy five too high. Um, it's still cheaper than it's than it's been. So I mean, it only cost me what like thirty bucks to fill up my tank now, and that's getting better. And I did notice some grocery prices are going down. That's good, but uh, I'm still not convinced the economy is back to where it needs to be. Interest rates for homes are still high. Credit card interest rates the. Mi- the main principal interest rate that the Fed controls is still high. And they say that's going to come down next year. That The credit card bills will come down. Uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, that's... Uh, we'll hope that happens. And something else I wanted to mention too. If you guys get a lot of Amazon shipments, I... I've been an Amazon fucking crazy idiot for the past... I don't know, fucking seven years or whatever. Just going Amazon stupid. Uh, anything anything I needed at all pretty much goes Amazon. Doesn't matter what it is. Including unnecessary shit that's on a great fucking sale. Like a lightning deal. Hey, I can use that. Fucking order that. Come on. Uh, but I have known that Amazon, or, I, or I've seen rather, that Amazon lately has been getting a little worse and their deliveries are getting late regularly now. Uh, my wife ordered some Christmas gifts for the kids, her daughter's kids back in Pennsylvania. 
and they were going to get there before Christmas, and then we get the she gets the email. Oh, sorry, delayed till after Christmas. Yeah, that fucking kind of sucks. And I ordered some Christmas lights. My wife told me she's like, "Hey, our neighbors got Christmas lights. Can we put up some Christmas lights?" Eh, all right. Yeah, because there's a company. There's like signs all around the town. Hey, Christmas lights. We put them up and take them down for you, and we provide the lights call for estimate so I called them and I sent them a picture of my house and they said our packages start at $750 I said get the fuck out so I went and ordered some Christmas lights on Amazon like the solar ones I'm big on solar everything because I don't want to pay for electricity anymore because I like to save money you know so I ordered some uh, solar Christmas lights and they were going to get here like uh two days ago and I opened the package and it is a wall outlet switch plate you know for like your electrical outlets the little plate that fits over it that goes on the wall that's what they sent me (laughs) and charged me what 30 bucks for that sent me the wrong item gotta go return it thankfully there's a Kohl's store nearby when they have an Amazon return counter where you can just take the item in and hand it to the dude and he scans the QR no box no nothing no charges but uh yeah you gotta hike through the fucking store and it's a kind of a pain in the ass but yeah Amazon's been running late on a lot of deliveries lately and I noticed that a lot of the name brand stuff that is sold is harder to find and they have a lot of the Chinese fucking ching chong nonsense titled you know they name they have like a a name generator in china that just spits out seven random letters and they call and that's their company name you know what i mean all those fucking different nonsensical company names that make these products from china they all come on a boat but yeah there's more of that less name brand stuff and the name brand stuff is still pretty expensive and the cheap Chinese crap is more popular now on their website, and it's it's all over. So Amazon lately, I've been debating canceling. Uh, we want to get through Christmas, and then we're gonna see. Even though it's not a lot of money, it's still money, and things are fucking tight. And if I lose this job or whatever, and I have to take a pay cut to go work somewhere else. I want to minimize expenses now. I mean, things are not are not going to pick up here. It's not going to get better here. It's only going to get worse here. So I'm, I want to financially plan accordingly and start cutting off shit we don't need. And Amazon, we really don't need it. Because most of that shit you can buy at Walmart for pretty close what you pay for Amazon. And you just bring it home with you. But... Yeah, and what else did I cancel the other day? I, oh, I got an insurance policy through my credit union. They give you like a $2,000 of complimentary coverage. And then they, if you want to add on 15 bucks a month, they give you like another 50000 worth of life insurance. So I had that going for know, a couple years. I said, you know what? Fuck that. That's bullshit. Pull that off. I had to call and go through customer service at the insurance place and wait on hold and all that bullshit cancel that just different things i'd like to cancel a couple of these premium tv channels 
that because uh, we get Paramount, we get all of them: Hulu, Netflix, uh, all of them, Showtime, every goddamn thing. Plus a ridiculous cable package, which just goes up every like it seems like it goes up every month. And I feel that's a real fucking problem. My wife says, "Don't touch it." I watch all of it, and. Sooner or later, I think we're going to have to start touching some of that. Because that's, uh... It's too much money for entertainment. My, my fucking car payment is 130 and our cable bill is 300 <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's, let's do this right here. Uh, what else? We got... Joe Biden cutting the funding for Starlink... Elon Musk's internet company with all the satellites where he just keeps launching more satellites to blanket the earth and bounce Wi-Fi or bounce internet all over the, uh, the earth including rural and other country other you know all these countries I guess they used it in Ukraine in the war and all this crap and so you can get internet pretty much anywhere novel ideas pretty brilliant he got after it and just made it happen that's typical Elon style and he was getting a um, subsidy from the government one billion dollars under the heading what was it rural internet um, if you could bring rural Rural internet to rural communities or something. There was a a, mil, a billion dollar subsidy, and Elon was getting that because he was bringing internet to rural communities across America. And ever since he took over Twitter or X or whatever, and the Twitter files came out and has found out where the government was guilty of corroborating. Uh, Election information, all kinds of weaponization, the DOJ and FBI, all those guys were in cahoots manipulating all the Twitter feeds and manipulating all the information going out to the voting public. Uh, Joe Biden has kind of, I think his cronies have kind of pushed a, uh, hey, let's get Elon motive onto Joe Biden. And so they're embarking on that because Elon likes the truth. That's why he, he's developing X, because he says he just wants a platform where people can get the truth, where the truth can be told without penalty. And, you know, the government, they're anti-truth. Biden is anti-truth. Democrats are anti-truth. And so it's war. And that's the first, the first uh, salvo against Elon was taking away a billion dollar subsidy even though he was fulfilling the terms of that subsidy they changed the terms so they could exclude Elon and then they pulled that billion dollars out of his funding that's a dick move right there and now they said they got to find somebody else to bring internet to rural areas and they say it has to be done now with fiber like underground fiber lines and it's going to cost 3 billion absolute bare minimum so they're tripling the cost the elon was doing it for the billion dollar subsidy and now that he's not doing it they have to find another provider and all the other providers said it's going to be three billion starting 
So now the government's going to have to cough up a bigger subsidy uh, to provide the same service that Elon has, has already been providing uh, just to fuck him. And that's a typical Democrat move. It's underhanded, shysty, fucking trash. Uh, that's how Democrats are rolling, and that's, uh, that's what they're doing. That's what they did to Elon, and that's uh, counterproductive to America, but they don't, they don't fucking care. It's, uh, it's ridiculous, but that's how Democrats are rolling. Hey, question. Actually, let me, let, me, let me address one thing before my final kind of question I want to pose to you guys. Last night, I saw a piece on YouTube about the homeless seniors in Arizona. Apparently, there is a new group of senior citizens that are homeless, and it's growing. And a lot of these senior citizens with fixed incomes were in housing. They had their own housing or they had their own apartment. And it was fixed income, low, low income. And some of the apartments were 700 bucks a month. Most of them seemed, the people they talked to, they said it was about $700, 800 bucks for all these little senior apartments that they were renting. And those were subsidized, I think, by the government. And the rent went up 300, 400, 500 double uh, in like no in like from one month to the next the rent would double or go up you know 50% and they couldn't afford it so they all got evicted and it's starting it seems to be starting in Maricopa County Arizona so all these homeless people homeless seniors these aren't like junkies and shitty people these are like people who had housing and they have like fixed incomes and they're just regular seniors who had businesses and due to whatever situation, they can't get any help. Either their family has gone, moved away or dead or whatever. So they all gather around this health and human services building in Maricopa and that's where they're camping because they need, in the summertime in Arizona, it's hot as fucking balls and at this senior, at this, uh, what do they call that? Like a community center. They give you, you know, it's where you can go in and you can get air conditioning, water. And I think they give you like, they hand out ramen or they have like a snack machine or whatever. So they go in there during the day when it's hot. And they were talking, to, it, the whole thing was a fucking shame. I wasn't aware that this was even a problem, but apparently it's growing and to me, it's really disturbing. You know, some of these people are vets. They all had housing. They were all just regular seniors in senior housing. And then all those fucking places where they live decide to raise the rent. And hey, fuck them. If they can't pay it, get out. We'll find another senior who can. So now there's all these seniors camping outside in Arizona. And this was filmed in the summertime. And they said, one lady was talking, and they said that the, the pavement in Arizona in the summertime is about 175. That's like the temperature of the concrete. And these people are all out here in tents, and they're all getting their shit stolen, and they're all getting their, everything. All these junkies go down the street, and all the regular homeless people see the seniors. Hey, that's easy marks. And they're go, they have all their shit stolen. And some of them got beat up and they all get robbed and they all got nothing left. And 
one lady, she was epileptic and she had seizures. She was at the bus stop one day, couldn't get her medication because when you lose your housing, it, it goes hand in hand with different things. It's like a network of your services. And she didn't have any medication for her epilepsy. She had a seizure at the bus stop, like a grand mall seizure, I guess. And everybody walked around her and they let her sit there. She's like, I was flopping around for 10 minutes. That's her words. She says, I was on the ground flopping around for 10 minutes and the, ten, uh, the ground was 175 degrees. And she says she has fifth and sixth degree burns. See, I thought it only went up to three. Maybe, I don't know. But she said she had fifth and sixth degree burns. And she showed like the back of her arms and all her skin that was touching the concrete. They took pictures, like the paramedics took pictures of her when they found her. And her skin was black. Like where her skin touched the concrete, it was black. Like huge portions of skin were just burnt black. And so she had a bunch of skin grafts to put, you know, as time went on, replace her skin. And she was in good spirits. And, you know, some of these people are in wheelchairs, walkers, you name it, vets. Uh, and they're all sitting outside on the sidewalk waiting like some of them lost their ID or they their ID got stolen in their belongings. So now without any ID, you can't get anything. You can't get insurance. You can't get medication. You can't get your Medi-Cal. They cut you off and you got to reapply for identification. And they say that can take 30 days or more. So it's just like they get caught in the bullshit cycle of normal bullshit and they're just out here on the sidewalk and they said by 2026 I think they said there was about 600 of them at the time I think this video was taped in the summer uh, 2023 they said by 2026 rent increases on these all these people with fixed incomes by 2026 they said there's gonna be a quarter of a million seniors homeless That kind of fucking blew me away. Still does. That's fucking unacceptable. And due to whatever circumstance, their families are across the country. Like one guy, he had a big ranch, like a high dollar ranch. And he had cattle and all that. And he, he had physical problems and he physically couldn't take care of it anymore. So he gave it to his daughter. And now he's penniless sitting outside the fucking courthouse. In Maricopa, with nothing, waiting on services, and he's a vet. And one guy owned a successful limousine company, and he had all kinds of celebrity clients, but his wife got sick. And so he decided that he was going to take care of his wife while she was still alive, and he had to let his business go. And all these celebrities, he said the celebrities were calling him saying, hey, I need your service. I need, I, I need your, want to use your service. He's like, I can't. I, he said he was working and running his, he said he would take care of his wife for like 12 hours a day. And they would, then he would work another job for like 10 hours a day and get two hours of sleep at night. And he had like a dog under his arm, like a chihuahua. That was his, his, his buddy. 
And the guy was lucid. He wasn't on drugs. He wasn't high. He wasn't dirty. But he was an elderly guy. But he says, I, I, I couldn't carry it anymore. I had to care for my wife full time. I couldn't work anymore at all. And I didn't even sleep until my wife died. And now he's, he's penniless. He said he went through $65,000 for medical care in like three months. And he's just completely broke. And I guess his wife died. And so he's penniless. And that's all he had put away was sixty-five grand, I guess, which is a lot, you know, depending on your situation. But in a medical, if if you're paying over the counter for medical service with cash out of your savings, you're fucked. If you have a heart attack, you got a quarter million bucks sitting in your bank, and you're gonna go ahead and just pay that. Hey, welcome to the club. Grab a tent. Go cool off in the shelter and get a glass of water. They're gonna hand out ramen later for dinner. Uh, it's a disgrace. There's some real fucking problems in this country. And when you don't take care of your veterans, the homeless problem is a, is a different, is a different animal. But when you start having homeless seniors who have incomes, but it's just not enough, they're not on dope. They're not fucking Stealing and robbing from people. They're just trying to find a place to live. That's all they want is a roof over their head. They're not like the regular homeless people who all they want to do is go bang dope in a ditch and break into cars or whatever. And they could give a fuck about having a roof over their head. Different deal. That's the homeless industrial complex when you're dealing with the regular homeless. There's so much money and people pocketing cash from different programs and nonprofits for the homeless people, at least in California, the whole thing's a big racket. The government just keeps pouring money onto it, and the money gets funneled into people's pockets that run homeless services, and nobody ever does anything for anybody except the, the people who don't have any money, like the real homeless shelters that are serving meals and they're broke and they're begging for money because the government isn't helping them. So the whole thing is just really fucked. But seniors on the street, mm, that's no good. Vets on the street, that's also no good. Uh, stuff needs to be done about that. Hey, Tiny houses, you go through the whole thing of the homeless, all the solutions or whatever. But for the time being, nobody's doing nothing. The government says they're going to help. They don't. Nothing ever really changes. And hey, guess what? Your grandma might be out in a, in a tent getting robbed tonight. Uh, she's trying to stay up all night so she doesn't... Like one lady, she had her fucking teeth stolen because it was in a little plastic container by her bed. And they wanted to see what was in there, so they stole the whole container. And they took her teeth, and she didn't have any fucking teeth. And she didn't have any Medi-Cal to go get her dental services because they stole her ID and she was waiting for that. And they let her use the phone in the service place to call the government. And, and there's like internet they can use, like one or two computers that these, the old timers can use to try to, you know, check their bank account or do, do certain things. But tragic. It's fucking tragic. All right, on to my last theoretical question. For you guys, let me know. 
since we have an ideological divide in this country between people who like prosperity and people who hate prosperity, essentially, if we were to divide the country, let's just say in half, let's not talk about secession of states, let's not talk about, let's say if we could just divide the country in half, the line down the middle. The libs take one side, conservatives take the other side. And we're, everybody's left to their own devices. We all know that the conservative side would probably be a fantastic place to live. There would be law and order, hardworking people, productive, uh, fun-loving, tough, all the character, characteristics you want from a community that would be ongoing and could sustain itself, police itself, feed itself, and uh, prosper, essentially. And I think it goes without saying, the, the leftist side of things, uh, quite the opposite. It would devolve into like a Chaz or Chop thing. Remember in Seattle, was it Seattle years ago? Or they had that, like that uh, demilitarized zone in the middle of Seattle where they let all the uh, anarchists get together all the, and just do whatever they wanted to for a few weeks there and it just turned into a crime fest, drug fest, murder fest. Uh, just devolved into a total shitstorm where nothing was functional at all and you either kill or be killed basically <laughs> by people of lesser uh, substance. Let me put it this way. The people on the left, I got to thinking about it. If this were to happen, this is what I think would happen with the situation. The right would carry on, no problem. The left, I think the cartel would come from Mexico. S seeing the obvious weakness, they would walk into that fucking whole side of the country and just take it over, just with guns and uh, their presence, kill a few people if necessary, or unless they just let you take it over. <laughs> Diversity, since you're from uh, an, uh, an ethnic culture, you're, you're diverse from uh, respecting the Mexican culture, they just let you take over their government. No, they wouldn't even have a government. They just let you take over. So I effectively think that Mexico or the cartel would just come up on in there and run that bitch. And what are the, what are the de uh, Dems going to do? Or, or the uh, liberals? Are they going to cry about it? Or are they going to get on their knees and worship the uh, cartel members? Who knows? But then I think, honestly, if we wanted to, the people on the right could then just go in, wipe out the cartel, after the cartel, you know, establishes dominance or uh, does away with some of the, the liberals or whatever they want to do, then essentially <laughs> the conservatives could just go back over there and take the cartel out and re-own the whole country and uh, these fucking Dems, or the, not Democrats, but the liberals would have to... Uh, face their day of reckoning, essentially. But I, I know that will never happen. It's kind of a theoretical thing. But that's what I think would transpire. I kind of gave it a thought for a couple minutes about it yesterday. You know, because of the, the divide in this country, 
people who love liberty and who have a moral compass and who, who obey the rule of law and who do the right things, God-fearing people, uh, people with respect for law enforcement, they're going to be like that forever. That's like how they were raised. That's really not going to change. Same on the left. But even though that they were probably, a, a, I would imagine a number of them were probably raised the same way with respect for law enforcement, respect for authority, respect for teachers, respect for you know members of your community, but they were brainwashed through mass media, or they say even TikTok right now is a huge um, influence on the young people, and they between the use of hashtags, influencers, and algorithm, that's how they're focusing like the uh, the uh, pro-Palestine movement. They're shaping that. The Chinese are essentially shaping that opinion through TikTok hashtags. And the algorithm, by showing you things that it knows, can push your buttons. And when these kids are 15, 12, 13, 14, 10, fuck, I don't know, up to 20s, up to 30s, up to 40s, that's just one more propaganda, one more method of propaganda that can brainwash these people. TikTok, aside from the news, aside from... Uh, wherever Facebook, social media, wherever they're getting their information from, they now are part of that ideology and they refuse to change or be changed. Even when presented with simple facts, they're too far gone. They can't accept, they can no longer accept the input uh, of factual information the same way as a normal person. Their critical thinking is is gone. It's it's been it's been removed, like surgically removed through propaganda. That part of their brain, the common sense part, propaganda has essentially surgically removed their moral compass. It's crazy. It's really a crazy scientific experiment that affected half the country. And they'll die by that. They'll take that to the grave. And that's now known. So now we have two complete separate ideologies that have to coexist. And I don't see any change coming anytime soon. I don't. But I, I don't feel that there should have to be a civil war and bloodshed over the whole thing. You know, I would, I would think that we would go to a segregation type situation before we went to a kill each other type situation in a typical civil war. We could just go to more of a segregation, succession. Marjorie Taylor Greene called it a national divorce where uh, conservatives could form their own uh, areas where they could uh, be untouched through, uh, from, from the liberal nonsense. And interfered with through the liberal nonsense. I think the liberals should should rule the liberals, and I think conservatives should govern, not rule, but govern. I think the conservatives should govern conservatives, and that would be the most functional society, and and by contrast, the most dysfunctional society on the other side. And since we're so since we're co mingled 
and there really is not much chance of segregation or secession or anything like that, that's the rub. That's where we have to try to get by day by day and move this thing forward. But it's it's tough when those people love to play dirty, love to lie, cheat, and steal, change the rules when you're losing, change the rules, make new rules. Uh, and now lately they're even twisting the, the rule of law. They're contorting that into a bastardization of anything that resembles law and order and justice the way it was meant to be used. Now they're just taking it third world. And now they're essentially trying to remove people's votes by banning Trump from being on the ballot in, in states. That's some fucking, that's some Venezuela shit. I'm telling you. Biden's been talking with Maduro and I think he got his notebook out and he's been taking notes because that is some fucking third world trash and the Supreme Court can't let that happen here. Can't let it happen. And hopefully won't. We'll find out. Also, another side quick note, January 1st, Epstein client list will get released. At, at least part of it. They say 150 names. A lot of it we'll probably already know. Some we might, some we might not. Some of those people have been trying to fight it. And like they say, they're probably already making up their excuses why they're on the list right now. So it'll be interesting come January 1st. That'll be a little present to the American people. We'll get a piece of the Epstein client list. And we'll see who starts wiggling around uh, uncomfortably after that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Maybe some of those people will uh, face prosecution and therefore say, hey, if you want a plea deal, you got to spill the beans on the rest of the uh, operation with Epstein and uh, we won't lock you up for 20 years. So, who knows? Maybe they can coerce those people into some kind of confession about the rest of the story because uh, America deserves to know. And uh, maybe that'll happen in January. We'll see. But yeah, we are going to get 150 names. That's what they're telling us. So I'm kind of waiting to hear that. But other than that, man, I got to fucking get back to it. Earn my money today. Again, my feet are numb right now. My hands are numb and tingling. I do have my hot Burger King coffee that's getting cold. So I'm going to get on that. And do my shit. So you guys have a good day. And if I don't talk to you again, enjoy your Christmas. And I will be back soon enough. And have a good one. See ya.